Welcome to this week's episode of Overheard in the Pantry. On this week's episode, Courtney and I are discussing ways to distract ourselves from social media. Of course, we're talking about Evermore and all of our favorite tracks. And we're also discussing why Queer Eye makes me cry. So if you are ready to get into these snacks, crack open the pantry door, get your fire together, get you a cup of hot cocoa and a candy cane, and uh, let's get into it. Alrighty. Oh my God, look at all the airs I see. It is Felicia and your black friend Courtney. Come on, gays, right this way. And if you are straight too, then it's okay. Just come on back. She is Southern and I am black. It is Felicia and Courtney, your friends that are overheard here in the pantry. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back, audience. Hey, Felicia. Hello, Courtney. How is it going, <laughs> my Southern lady? <laughs> it's going good. I have many, many, many of things to do to prepare for Christmas, but today is cold and rainy, so it finally feels like, you know, a season has changed, um, but I'm doing good. Friday, the day that you guys are listening to this, is my last day at work for two weeks before the holiday break. Um, so I'm good. Girl, if you're hearing this right now and it's Friday, I'm telling you right now I'm drunk. Um, it's also my last day at work for the rest of the year. And I would like to celebrate it by, you know, getting obliterated and probably cleaning my house being productive and you know what maybe i'll even stay offline maybe don't quote me on that but maybe i'll stay offline i'll tweet the podcast and i'll stay offline and give my brain a break a breaky break Mm. i feel like i need it yeah i um i I don't think i've ever like intentionally taken a day offline it's good is it i don't know what i would do girl that's what you do you find a show that you like start a new show and once you find yourself really enjoying the show that's when you plan your social media day and you take that day to google chromecast your show or however you put it on or watch it what have you and you just put your fucking phone up girl you go on ahead you make your lunch if it's gonna feel weird for sure but i mean we're all fine mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying we will be fine for that day, Felicia. You take that day for yourself, girl. Do your puzzle. David will approve. Oh, my God. I literally got a puzzle in the mail yesterday because I ordered um, the folklore puzzle. Because I thought that was really cool. Like, I, I don't have, like, a fun puzzle as a piece of merch. I don't know. I've just mm-hmm. not seen that before. I'm sure other people have done it. And it's, like, uh, one of the paintings that are that's in, like, either the album booklet or like um the music video for cardigan mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool i don't know when i'll put it together or <laughs> or anything but i thought it was i thought it was a neat piece of merch merch there's um i don't even know what to describe him as felicia um because he's multi-talented he's like a model but he's also like an artist like cartoonist um and his name is hippie potter 
Um, you've definitely seen his work before. Like if I was like, oh, have you seen this before? Because I've even posted his artwork on my story a lot. Um, and he has puzzles. And I was thinking of maybe getting a couple since now I'm a puzzler. Oh, yeah, you did get into puzzles. Yeah. Um, I forgot about that. See, I, I think of puzzles. I think of David. I don't think and you should continue. Courtney. No, you should continue to think of David when you think of puzzles. I'm not, uh, it's not part of my lifestyle just okay. yet. Okay. But I definitely can see myself doing that when I need to not be on my phone. I think it'll come naturally to me. Honestly, I used to really like to do puzzles. Like as a kid, um, I would always, always, always do puzzles with my grandma. And I really enjoyed it. Um, I think I would really like it if I like sat down and like, you know, cut some nice music on and uh, just like you said, zoned out and did it. Because that's kind of how I feel whenever I do uh, my watercolors. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'll just like put some good music on put my phone away obviously because I don't want to get paint on it and I'll just paint along to whatever I feel like so I feel like I could do that with a puzzle you know what I'm gonna get um and I am 99.9% .9 sure that you were the one that reminds me of how therapeutic this is and when I did it I thought of you and I need to get me one of these again mm -hmm. um coloring books Yes. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God, Felicia, I need another one, girl. Ooh, I, girl, I need another one. I love that you also love that. I thoroughly enjoy um, coloring in bed, mm -hmm. um, coloring at the kitchen table, girl. I definitely oh, yeah, was coloring at the kitchen table. Um, and also my living room table. You know, you sit on the floor. You know, my living room table, girl. You sit on the floor and you throw that book up there. And you get your colored pencils out, girl. And no, I, I like do, I, um, I like the markers. You're a marker girl? I've got yes, I've got some like non-bleed markers Ooh. and oh, it's so I much didn't fun. Know those yeah, I'll have to send you a link. Yeah. But I if you haven't, if you're listening and you like never thought of coloring or puzzling, you should do it. If you're especially how about this? If you're listening and you're one of the weird kids like myself that really feels at ease eating your Skittles by color, puzzles may be for you. Um, Ooh, I don't, that is I know, yeah, like I like organizing the puzzle by sections and then uh -huh. I can put them all together and then I put them together. Like, I don't know, I like work from the inside out if that makes I sense. And you, I, do it by I know exactly what you mean because I would do the same thing with colors. Yes, you got to organize it, girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't even know how we got here. <laughs> That's what you're going to do on your social media break day think, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to find a good show, or you're going to puzzle, or you're going to color. Mm -hmm. I do need to do that more, because I was doing a good job with color, and stuff. I need to get some, like, winter color, colored mm -hmm. books. Cause the ones that I have are, like, summer and... um. I think like spring cottage core vibes. So I need to get some winter ones. Like something up at the ski lodge, girl. Mm-hmm. Now now how would you color snow? Girl, did you know the black lines that they put in, girl? You just go over the black lines with a nice frosty blue. Ooh, good idea. Oh yeah, girl. And you coloring your little trees, you coloring your little ski lodge, what have you, your cup of joe, what have you. 
Hot cocoa. Uh, I need to use my uh my Trader Joe's like cocoa bomb thing because I have one. Is that um, the little thing that's like the chocolate and you drop it in and it? It explodes, girl. Yes. Nice. I need to do that. Maybe no, I won't do that on Friday. Friday I'll be drunk. Maybe Saturday, um, I'll use her as like a nice little treat because me and my boyfriend both um have one. Mm-hmm. We'll have like a hot chocolate date <laughs> on the couch in the house. That's cute. Hot chocolate and just a night in. Yeah, like find like a good show or like a movie have some cocoa yeah now do you put marshmallows and whipped cream or anything like that i don't normally do whipped cream although whipped cream girl you know where i turned down i never turned down a ready whip girl um <laughs> that's what i've got yes a ready whip girl uh-huh. taste i definitely do marshmallows though your hot cocoa has to have a marshmallow in it I um, just found these marshmallows last week whenever I was doing a grocery order because uh, I just typed in marshmallows and these came up and they have like chocolate on the inside of them. Mm. So, you know, I had to get them. Have you tried them? I haven't yet, but I might have some hot chocolate tonight maybe because like I said, it's rainy, it's cold, it's like... 30 degrees outside so tonight's a good night for me to make a fire and have some hot chocolate and listen to evermore speaking of evermore i need to see that zane low interview me too i haven't watched it yet i need to see it also this is i probably will regret this but i really want to take the moment to say that zane low is very attractive and i really need to let it be known um that he is. So if you're out there um, negatively talking about him or his looks, it's only opinion and not fact. Whoa, are people doing that? Because I find him attractive too. Listen, I'm just letting them know. This okay. is your warning. Don't don't play with that man. He does exactly what he needs to do. He goes be up above beyond the stars with every yeah. interview. I was going to say, like, it it only adds to the attraction, the way he conducts interviews, because he he's like, you know, what anybody that interviews people would want to be, I would think, because he is very personal with the artist and asks them good questions, like the best questions. The best questions, Felicia. The one yeah. with him and Harry, girl? Yeah. Uh. My um my favorite one with him is the one he did with Haley Williams after she came out with her solo stuff. It's like so, so, so long, but it is incredible, the stuff they get into. That's the thing. You're not going to be in and out. With a Zane Lowe. Girl, that's the that's the, on the part of the social media break, girl. The social media break marathon. Because why the fuck you picking your phone up during the Zane Lowe interview, girl? Exactly. Put that in the in the best side drawer, girl. God, could, you, could you imagine the conversations I could have with this bitch? Girl, I want to tell him my life story. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, and he's so good at getting to know people. He is. He is. He, I don't know. I feel like another per- uh, interviewer I really like is um, Rob Sheffield from Rolling um, Stones magazine. Dang. And 
I feel like he's also another one where he he respects the artists like on a human level you know it's it's like they obviously keep it professional but it's also very like um they it seems like they make them feel comfortable felicia now you know who i'm gonna say next you don't listen the other person that's a really good interviewer not that this literally has turned into who's the best interviewer episode um but girl justin sylvester from e goodbye there is not girl let me tell you right now and anyone listening whether you like her or not this is the episode like i've seen episodes prior to this but this is the one that really made me give him the you are the creme de la creme justin sylvester go on youtube y'all that that are listening (laughs) youtube just the sip megan trainer Megan Trainer and Justin Sylvester in this little interview, because he has the podcast where you interview celebrities, they just sound like they have been friends, girl, their whole life. He is interested. He's excited. And she just, like, gives you everything you want to know. And it made me like Megan Trainer even more. And I think that um, a lot of times that's what a good interview is, like, made of. Yeah. Like when you go into an interview and you don't really know how you feel about an artist or maybe you like an artist, but you haven't checked in with them in a while. And at the end, you're able to form like a new opinion or an even better opinion. I love Megan Trainer, but I certainly love her even more after that particular um, interview that she did with him. He's great. Now, is that the one you showed me? <laughs> uh, did I show you just as it with Megan Trainer and Justin Sylvester? Probably. If I'm a good friend, I probably <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember you I showed not. me one and I was like she's oh my god yes that is the <laughs> <laughs> oh y'all listen y'all everyone else go and <laughs> listen you know you know I don't know if the audience knows this but you know this Courtney sometimes I just say stuff to be dumb or like for dramatic effects you know but i don't know she was a little hyper for me (laughs) (laughs) i completely forgot oh my god that was so funny (laughs) y'all felicia was not the fuck amused at all by my trainer (laughs) no you know i'm more of a let's kind of have like a Lower, <laughs> lower toned conversation. <laughs> was like, yes, God, hunty. Yes, I absolutely. Mm, and I, <laughs> I just did it, and mm, and I live for it, and mm, and I. And, and, yes. <laughs> I'm like, all right, girl. <laughs> and I was living, Felicia. I was eating that shit up every second of. I love y'all. If you're listening to this, don't don't listen to Felicia. Y'all go in. Y'all listen to that goddamn interview. <laughs> <laughs> and get your life from La Trainer. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, I am ex- I am excited to watch his interview with Taylor. Oh, my God. I'm excited, too. Um, <laughs> it's going to be good. And give me all the goods. Mm-hmm. I hope that my job doesn't um, force me to spoil it. Because mm. that's really the only downside of my job is when I haven't seen something right when it comes out. And then I have mm-hmm. to discuss it literally yeah. morning. Mm-hmm. What did you think about Evermore? I realize we haven't really discussed it because <laughs> it's, 
Yeah, so this was, again, another instance like Folklore where we recorded the episode and then the next day Taylor's like, oh, I'm releasing an album. <laughs> Literally an album. So um, we had no idea, but um, I really like it. I I think it is very much the same feel of folklore but to me this one feels like darker which kind of makes sense because now we're in winter Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know and it's like a dark mood like rainy mood um I really like it I've been listening to it constantly and I feel like I keep um like drifting from song to song like maybe something I didn't notice before I was like oh I don't really care about that one as much um is now like you know oh I really like this one the most I need to express something where is Elvira (laughs) um I need Elvira I would like to speak to Elvira And also, I love Elvira. Um, There's just something about that Willow dancing witch Mm -hmm. version that is a constant replay Mm -hmm. for me. Like, I have war, girl, I don't war the witch out. (laughs) When I tell you I don't war the witch out, I'm talking like I just leave, I go specifically in Apple Music. I don't go to my playlist to hear. Miss Dancing Witch version. I just search up the song and mm-hmm. I just tap the song. And I just let her play on repeat because um, she's that good. Mm-hmm. Um, I did enjoy that the record a lot. Honestly, I was surprised that she put out another album so soon. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't mad at all. Um, I did enjoy Gold Rush, mm-hmm. right? Gold Rush and Nobody No Crime. Mm. Two smash hits. Willow Dancing Witch, Gold Rush, a smash. Nobody, no crime, a smash. Tolerate it, a smash. And also, I liked Cowboy Like Me. I don't remember why I did, but I know that she's on my playlist. Because when I listen to an album, I'll be like, okay, I don't want to forget like which ones I liked off of initial listen, so I add them to my playlist. Um, Shout out to those. What's next for Taylor, do you think? Um, Sonic, I think if you had to guess. I think I honestly don't know if I could predict right now because she's really feeling this whole like um this group that she's been working with, all the, the these people like uh what's the guy's name? Bonnie Bear and whatever, mm-hmm. all those guys. Um Me. I, <laughs> I feel like she's really feeling this right now. She's very deep into it just mm. by the fact that she released a whole nother album because she wasn't ready to let it go. Um, so honestly, I don't know. I can't really predict what she's going to do next sonically because I think she's really digging this right now. I agree. It feels like this is where she is comfortable organically. Mm-hmm. You know, you never want an artist to like just turn the dial just because they've done too much of one thing Mm -hmm. um and i'm glad that she put out this record especially right after folklore being so critically acclaimed she said Mm -hmm. well this is not just a flash in the pan i could do this shit again Mm -hmm. and i could do this shit again before the year end now Mm -hmm. how about that 
Um, and I'm just proud of her. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm sure she has so much going on outside of just the pandemic that she's dealing with. And this mm-hmm. was maybe her way of escaping. Yeah, I think so, too. It just, it feels like, I know when we talked about folklore, we talked about how it just felt like, you know, a good album for, like, the time and the state of the world. Um, but I feel like this is also that, too. Like, it, it very much, like she said, is a sister album. So they just, they go together for me. They do go together. And they sound good together. Mm-hmm. In terms, in the grand scheme of, like, going through, um... Taylor Swift projects like mm-hmm. what a good follow-up you know she just seems very happy doing what she's doing right now she doesn't feel it's like she this pandemic has kind of let her take a breath and like not feel pressure that she probably felt in other eras because she was like all right we've got to get through this era we got to do this 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 and this like this is kind of I don't know she just seems happy and I'm happy for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like should Taylor ever want to take a break, she should. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the re-recordings are coming sooner than we think. I think so, too. We're going to just wake up one day, girl. It's just going to be out. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to have to hold on to my wig for that one. <laughs> what do you think will be singles off of this? Um, I think... That's funny. I think that... I think Champagne Problems has potential to be a single. That's a fan fave. Um, I think Coney Island could be a single. Because, uh, you know, sometimes she likes to release singles with a feature. Mm. I, if, if, she were, if it were my choice for her to um, pick a single as a... Or, yeah, pick one that has a feature as a single, I would want Nobody No Crime because the music video for that would be iconic. I agree. That would be so good. And she get to hang out with her good buddies. So I think that that would be a fun one. Um, I want Nobody No Crimes to have a music video. And I want it to be badass. And I want Taylor to hold a weapon. Yeah. That's what I want. Please, Taylor. It would be really fun. I feel like she would have such a fun time doing a music video to that. Girl, let me cross my fingers for that. Um... It's hard to pick favorites for me because, like I said, it just keeps, like, shuffling in my head. Gold Rush is definitely stand out for me. Um, uh, Ivy might be my number one. Really? It might be Ivy, Gold Rush, and then Long Story Short. Oh. Um, but they definitely all keep switching places of what's my favorite i really like dorothea me too it feels like a song that do you like think sunshine. that taylor's singing about selena i don't <laughs> you know the girls is pulling their hair out girl i know but i'm not quite i don't really understand it because to me it sounds like it's a childhood friend Girl, Taylor is singing about Selena. You just don't know what you're talking about. Mm. <laughs> um, so this is what I'll say. <laughs> if if coming up sometime within the next month or so, we want to do the sit down where we listen with the Spotify listeners to the album and also talk about it, 
I'll give you my full rundown of Dorothea. Dorothea. I'll say her name right. Dorothea. Dorothea. Some people call it Dorothy. Dorothy. Uh, well. But I see Thea. Um, yeah, so those are my top faves. I I don't know. Like I said, it's hard to pick. Would you say that this is a five-star Taylor Swift project? I think so. If we're going to compare it to, like, see, and I always say this. I, y'all know this. It's really hard for me to rank her albums because they're all such different vibes and such different moods. Like, some days I want to listen to Reputation more. Some days I want to listen to 1989 more. Like, it just depends on the mood I'm in. Mm. Um, but I definitely think, just based off lyrics alone, the writing on this album is five star. I feel you, girl. It sounds like poetry. Like, she's really, like, not whole, like, she's making these beautiful pieces of art, literally, you know? She writing her ass off. Like, I'm having to use a dictionary. <laughs> Foolish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You said, girl. <laughs> We have to consult the Google girl. What the I hell said, is she what the talking fuck about? Is call you out on contrarian shit. I said, what the fuck is contrarian shit? Let <laughs> me Google that. Oh, contrary. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I said, what the fuck? We said, Taylor, we got, we're trying to get into your brain, girl. What, the, what type of scholarly vocabulary you use in this album, girl? Oh, we also have two songs we haven't heard yet. On the deluxe, right? Yeah. All right, girl, I'm ready. I need it. Um, so a lot of Swifties on Twitter have been saying that they think this is her last album. Like forever? Yeah, and I just don't think so. Why would she let this be her last I don't know. album? It, it's, I kind of like take issue with it, and I wanted to tweet something about it, and I don't know if I did, but it's kind of like annoying for me to see them being like, She's happy. She probably wants to settle down and have a family with Joe and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, she could do that and still work. Hmm. It's not like she has to give it up just to have a family. Uh, I do not think that this is Taylor Swift's last album. I don't either. And I don't see Taylor just... Letting a sister album be a last album. It would be a whole separate celebration. I think if it were Taylor's last album, we would be very aware that it was. Yeah, and I just, I don't see, I see Taylor as being one of those artists like Paul McCartney, who she really looks up to. Like, it's not like he's just like, oh, I'm never putting music out again. I mean, he's, you know, 70, and he's still putting out albums. Mm -hmm. Like... I, I, I just feel like Taylor is so, like, like you said, I think music is kind of her outlet. So I think that she would rely on that to, like, be an outlet. I don't, y'all, Evermore is not Taylor Swift's last album. Come on now. That's not her last album. No. She's got some more, some more tales. Yeah. To sing to us. Right. Right, she- right Tay. If she wants to have a family, that's fine. But, I mean, people are mothers and still work, y'all. Like, this isn't... This is 2020. Yeah. People can work and be mothers. She doesn't have to give up doing music to be a mother. 
Oh, Lord. Shout out to Taylor Swift. That's really my girl. Um, What else? Did, you said something else that you wanted to talk about. You said Taylor. Oh, you were going to tell me about a show, right? Oh, my God. Felicia. Yes. Felicia, Felicia, Felicia. Oh, Lord. I got my life. Can I tell you why? Yes, I would like to know why. Um, I was able to tap into my 13-year-old self the other night mm. um, when I opened up uh, my Netflix and I saw that they decided that they wanted to have old seasons of The Challenge um, up to stream, which they've never had before. Mm-hmm. Now... Felicia, are you familiar with the challenge or did you skip out on the challenge? I um I feel like I would watch it maybe if like there was a marathon on, but I never like watched the challenge, you know. It was one of those shows for me. Girl, the challenge was my life. You know what? I think I went through like this like not it wasn't weird, but like I went through like this I guess I'm calling it weird again. I went through, like, this phase where, like, I was really into, like, hyper-masculine stuff. So that was, like, when I was, like, really into, like, WWE, which, I mean, looking back, although it was hyper-masculine, it was still a little bit gay because there was a whole bunch of really uh, hot, muscular men throwing each other around. Um, And I feel like the challenge, looking back, like, really played into that because they were, like, um, like, tackling each other and, like, all aggressive and stuff. And, Felicia, let me tell you something. This shit is just as good as it was um, at 13 years old. I could watch this shit all day long. I cannot understand why in 2020 this shit is a 90-minute show when in 2005 you get everything that you want out of the challenge in 20 fucking minutes. I don't get it. You know, you know how I feel about shows that are over an hour long. 90 minutes, Felicia. That's too long. Way too long. Way too long. That's a mini movie. What are they doing in the 90 minutes? Too much dialogue, too much B-roll, too much, too much of it. Cut it. You you know, I would be down there cutting the stuff up. Like, no, we don't need this. This is a pointless conversation. We don't need that. Chop it up. No longer than 40 minutes. 45, 45. That's it. 45 minutes. I want to say shout out to MTV though. Um, Because a lot of people are rediscovering or a lot of people rather are finding out that Karamo was on the challenge. And I was like, y'all, that is where I discovered Karamo was like his season of the real world. Um, And I always tell people that Karamo was like the first person that was like on TV or in popular media that was, it was like me seeing myself on TV. He was like the first person. So, um, Shout out to Karamo. I liked him when he was just, you know, on the challenge calling people bitches. Um, (laughs) I know he's certainly grown and changed and transformed now. And, you know, people love him for who he is, um, you know, on Queer Eye and stuff. But I liked messy-ass Karamo, you know, when he was just messy. He is one of my favorite people. Yeah? Yeah, I really really like reading his tweets. I don't know. He's just, he seems like such a, like... um, 
an at peace person. Felicia, can I ask you? Yes. What is your favorite thing about Queer Eye? Like, what makes you like it the way that you do? Um, well, so surface level answer, I've always liked transformation shows. (laughs) 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 Like, any of the, like, trading places, like, makeover things, I've always liked stuff like that. I think what I like the most about it is it's not so much about we're going to give you a haircut and put new clothes on you. Um, I think it is the guys like, you know, Karamo's role on there is to kind of connect more to the emotional side. Mm-hmm. But like maybe this person's talk about talking about something while they're cooking with Anthony and he can relate to it. And it, it's just it, they they kind of like instill a confidence in the people that are on the show, I feel like that they wouldn't have had before because it does make you feel good when you are dressed the way that works best for your body or like you feel like you could cook a nice meal or like, you know, you learn how to work out at the gym and you've never known how to do that before. So I think that it's more so about instilling self-confidence in these people rather than just dyeing their hair and putting them in like, you know, a vest or something. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think that's That's... what it is. It gets me emotional, like, watching it. Oh, I know the girls be crying off Miss Miss Queer Eye. You know, and and it's also nice to look at Antony. (laughs) (laughs) Just to put that in there. And it is nice to look at Antony. Well, shout out to you, Antony. You know, I saw him in person. (laughs) I feel like you told me this. I went to his cooking show. (laughs) You did, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You did tell me this. And you told me this on the podcast (laughs) at one point, right? I think so. It was a good cooking moment? I guess so. I mean, it was was a fun little show. Did you you meet with him after? Sorry, I'm literally asking. No. So, y'all probably know the answer to this already. No, I did not. He, um, I didn't do a meet and greet. No, we didn't even get no meet and greet. No, we did get a book, the his cookbook though. Okay. Um, you gotta, do you have to pay extra for the meet and greet, Felicia? I don't think there was one at all. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, but they, because it, it was like kind of a book tour slash cooking type thing, because he was cooking stuff from his cookbook, and he had like members of the audience like cook it. Oh. Um, it was just one person, because he was like, "Who's somebody who's never cooked a meal before? Let me show you how easy it is to prepare something at home." You know, which is kind of what he does with the people on the show too. But it was also cool because they filmed the first season in Atlanta, so they brought out their the heroes from those shows. Hey. So that was cool. That is cool. Shout out to the queer guys, the Fab Five, right? Yes. That's what. That's their name. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. Karamo, Anthony, Tan, Jonathan, and who? Bobby. Who's Bobby? He's the one who um, redesigns their homes. That's the way. I'm not familiar with that one. Who the hell is Bobby? He's blonde. He actually has a really like emotional like backstory because he like got kicked out of his home when he was like 15 for being gay so he like really like took on a lot by himself and learned 
how to survive. Oh, him, 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 him. Yeah. Okay. I see y'all. I know that there are, I don't, I can't recall what it is, but I know that people do have issue with the show. Um, Really? I feel like they do. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I, like I said, I don't know what, what it was, but I feel like they were upset about stuff last time. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I think, <laughs> I think one of the people had like a Trump flag in their home and they like t- talked about it on the show and explained to them why, you know, they don't agree with it. Um, and I get people being upset over that. So it didn't oh. upset me because I kind of saw it as a way to be like, look, we need to have these types of conversations with people to get through to them. I I can understand that. Yeah. But I also get why people also didn't like that they had someone on the show that is a possible Trump supporter or seems to be because of a flag in his house, you know? I'm looking at the most awkward picture of them. Oh, Lord. On this website. It's like Jonathan and Bobby are, like, linked up together. And then Tan and Anthony are, like, interacting. And then Caramel's, like, off to the side. <laughs> like, in a Carmen San Diego like, red jacket. Like, cool as fuck red jacket. But it's oh. just, like... He has nobody. Oh, <laughs> that's literally me. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like Jonathan <laughs> and Anthony are like the two BFFs. Oh, this this guy and okay, all right. Are they all like close? Do you believe their friendship? I do. I love how I'm the love how I'm the gay, and I'm just like. So anyway, tell me about these gays, Felicia. <laughs> I do I do think that their friendship is real. Okay. All right. Well, shout out to you, FF. I, um, I support y'all. Because I've seen, like, you know, obviously I've seen interviews and stuff with them, and they just seem to be best buds. Are they, um, they're not shooting their show now, right? Because of COVID and stuff, probably? Yeah, probably not. But they, like, went to Japan and stuff. They did. They did a, a season in Japan. Well, shit. Go off, Japan. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I made this Harry, so wrong, remember? Felicia. Huh? I said in Japan is where they were with Harry at the karaoke bar. Why don't I recall this? I don't know. They were singing like... Um, I like, don't recall this at all. Yeah, there's videos uh, of, of Harry singing. I don't remember what he was singing, but... Um, yeah, they were, like, sat around because there was, like, a model that helped them that season, like, as a celebrity, like, guest or something. I don't know. And um, Harry knows that girl. So they were, like, all hanging out together. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fab Five said, we here, bitch. That's okay. karaoke bar, bitch. Harry Styles. I think there was a video. I re- this is all I remember from it because this was, you know, probably two years ago now. All I remember is I think Bobby posted a video that Harry was in and they were like at this club and look what you made me do was playing and I said, bitch, Taylor. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. Cheese. Mm. Well, shout out to the Queer Eye Fab Five. We support all of our gays. 
We do. Another thing that I think is different about this one rather than the original one is the original one was Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, right? Yeah, but they do gay guys on Queer Eye now because I see I saw the one episode I saw yeah. was they were like doing they were doing the black guy that had like the leather kink thing mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. I remember and that. So do women? They do lesbians. And oh. They have done some straight men, too. Okay. Okay. They said we're going to do... I'm sure the next one will be even more, like, you know, inclusion, you know? It's queer eye for everybody, period. Everybody could get done up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we got on the queer eye. Um... <laughs> Because I was talking about Karamo on the challenge. Oh, well, we unexpectedly decided to talk about Queer Eye. <laughs> we unexpectedly just, like, took a trip down the Rainbow Road real quick. I and love they, it, I've, I've never seen it to the extent that, like, you say, like, where you say you're crying and stuff. Like, I have other friends that say, like, I cry watching Queer Eye. Um, so I don't know them to the extent. Because obviously you guys watch and, you know, you feel for them as they offer guidance and that's what makes you feel connected. Um, yeah. I mean, the thing also is, is at the end when the people like it all comes together and they have their new outfit and look on, you know, that's emotional for that person mm. to be like, wow, I've never thought that I was attractive, but now I'm like, bitch, watch out. Felicia, you remember the show. This is like when we were real young, so it's okay if you don't remember, you remember that show, the Swan. I do remember that show. Shut up. See, this is why we're friends. <laughs> Girl, this shit ain't like the swan, is it? No. <laughs> These bitches said... Listen, you're we're fucking gonna... ugly, you stupid <laughs> fucking bitch. <laughs> so the swan, y'all, for those of y'all that are just a little <laughs> young, the swan was this reality show where these women would sign up to get all sorts of like plastic surgery. They would just like send them to a doctor and the doctor would say, this, 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 a whole long list of things are wrong about you and we're gonna give you the free plastic surgery and then you guys are to compete in the plastic surgery pageant called The Swan. (laughs) And you wonder why it only got one season. Right. (laughs) No, it's definitely not that. (laughs) They're making over your inside as well. Yes. That's important. Good show. Felicia, you also need to watch The Flight Attendant um, with Kaylee Kuoko. Oh. She's the one. I don't know what else she's in. Um, but Flight Attendant Girl on HBO? Uh-huh. You got to get on HBO, girl. God, you know all I got to sh- get on HBO. Felicia, I'm telling you, all your show. Girl, while you're there, you might as well watch Insecure while you're at it. You might as well, girl. You might yeah. as well Insecure Lane, girl. <laughs> I, listen, I've got to get a new TV so I can have these apps. Because like I told you, I don't have the Disney Plus on my Samsung TV. Mm-hmm. Too old. Get you that, girl. Yeah, I got to get I gotta get a new TV and hopefully I can get HBO on that. Girl, let me tell you, flight attendant, just to give you the short synopsis, girl, she's the flight attendant. Shocker. <laughs> she get off the plane in Bangkok, girl, with the rich businessman, girl. They had a wonderful, wonderful night drinking and having sex. Girl, how she woke up and the man dead in the bed, girl. 
She don't oh, know what God. the fuck happened. She don't know what the fuck happened, girl. Oh my God. Now but the police is asking her all these questions. And every time she need to like figure out what the fuck she needs to say, her ass is like having a flashback in her brain with the dead ass man. And he's helping her figure out what the hell she needs to say to find out how his ass wound up dead. Girl, it's funny. It's like a funny thriller horror mystery. <laughs> that was a lot of genres in one. Because like she's funny, uh-huh. but the situation is not funny at all. And it's uh-huh. a little bit bloody, a lot of it. Well, it's a lot of it bloody, but you know, it he's walking around with like his throat slit and stuff like that. So, oh, God. Um, but it's all I don't know. It has like really good humor, but it's not to the point where it's like you wouldn't take like it. It doesn't take you out of the fact that like this bitch is literally running from the cops. Mm. If she can't figure out how to clear her motherfucking name, uh, her ass is done up. And on top of that, she got the little gay brother at home. That's wondering if he could really come and visit her because she's uh, an alcoholic. Uh, he's, not br- he's not bringing his babies around you, sis. Uh, Damn, so. this is uh, layers. Girl, the backstory. Get, girl, get into it. Flight attendant, Kaylee Cuoco. Is that her name? Kaylee Cuoco. Her. The girl she's from the Big Bang Theory. Is that where she's, her, is that where she's from? That's where I know her. Girl, you need to know her when she says trade down as the flight attendant. So she's not penny. Right. She's not penny no more. I guess not, girl. You know, I was selling all that bullshit at Hot Topic. I ain't never seen one episode of that, girl. I unfortunately was very in it, into the, it. The kids will come in and say, "Do you have anything from the Big Bang?" Thing? I said, "Girl, you know we got Bazinga, girl. What kind of Bazinga you want, <laughs> girl? I don't know what the fuck Bazinga is, girl, but I certainly sold lots of lanyards and T-shirts that said Bazinga on it." Um. At my time at the Hot Topic. That and my Doctor Who stuff sold very well. I was never into Doctor Who. I was very much into Big Bang Theory. um, And I'm ashamed. But, you know, it was a time. The thing about Doctor Who is, is that I definitely could get into it. I just hate the fact that I've missed so much of it Mm -hmm. that it feels like a task. Mm. to like watch it from time to time because i'll go through felicia like there's like a season that everyone says that like you should start with this like once you get the synopsis down just start with the season and carry on Mm -hmm. but i don't mind the first season Mm -hmm. um it's cheesy it's like you know it looks like how it would look for its time and i want to get through it but girl there's so many seasons and every season doctor changes a mess so you know, it's all about who's your favorite doctor. Anyway, I sold a bunch of that shit, too. So shout out to Doctor Who um, and his uh, screwdriver, his intergalactic screwdriver keychains that I sold a lot of. Mm. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I said hi. I sold a lot of this stuff and never watched it. Yeah. That's a second. Yeah. I don't know. It just never caught my interest. Very sci-fi-y. Yeah, and I'm not super into all that. Until you start your uh, Star Wars education, girl. Stop. Girl, you better get into it, Mrs. Mandalorian, girl. Come on. No, I don't want, I don't know what that word is. You better get into Baby Yoda in the gang, girl. Absolutely girl. not. <laughs> Felicia, watch. Next year, You that's going to be, that should be on uh, your task list to give no. Star Wars a shot. Courtney... Luke, I am your father. Watch that I just, one. I, don't I know have that is. zero interest in Star Wars, Galaxy, whatever, Star Trek. 
Um, I don't know. Might hook you in. You never know, girl. You might be the Trekkie girl. (laughs) (laughs) I won't judge you. I'll go with you to the convention. I won't tell nobody. (laughs) Not stepping foot in that. (laughs) Listen, I don't know. Some of them people, I don't know. Alicia, we're going into 2021 trying new things. Well, there's several new things that I can try in 2021 that don't be watching uh, Star Wars or Mandarin Oranges. Mandalorian, girl. Off the Disney Plus, girl. So you got to get the new TV. The the creature with the eyes and ears. That's Baby Yoda, girl. What's his name? Baby Yoda. I don't know. Doesn't he have a real name? Girl, I don't know nothing about nobody's Star Wars. His <laughs> name is Baby Yoda. I'll to ask me. I, you know Ricky, no. <laughs> you know he, no. He's streaming uh, with Jen right now, so you got to ask him after the stream, girl. Well, mm. y'all, we were just talking about how we don't want anything over an hour, so I think it's probably time for us to wrap on up this episode like a present that I need what? to wrap. Wrap it up like fa-la-la-la-la, girl. She's the damn season, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I've got everything Christmas that I need to do. There's things that I need to put in the mail. Um, so, yep. I just want a wet candle burning, girl. I don't because to me that's a fall candle. But we don't transition to get with the program. As a future, I will burn the same candle year round. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've got my like. Christmas tree scents and like my cinnamon scents. Cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Like cinnamon and cranberry scents. Oh, that's, that, winter. that's that's winter or Christmas time, yeah. I would feel like cinnamon's like fall, no? Uh like not for me. Cinnamon. Felicia said, bitch, <laughs> this is my house. And in my house, cinnamon and cranberry is a winter, bitch. Cinnamon, so cinnamon and cranberry are what you like, like mid-November. Mm. Mm-hmm. See, Felicia, you need to, um, you would be a really good uh, merchandiser mm. for retail. Because you would be able to set the mood of yeah. each of each store in terms of like music, lighting, the setups, the names, all of that. That's cool. That's a cool idea. Yeah. But girl, we're not moving boxes. <laughs> we're not doing oh, that. No, so I won't be your director. I'm the director. The You'll be the director. director. Delegated girl. Delegated yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm the director. I'll hire people to be my <laughs> Um, all right, Courtney. All right, we're wrapping it up. Sorry. We're skedaddling, y'all. Love and light. Um, please make sure to treat everyone in your life really, really nice. And um, tis the season and be nice before your 2021's fucked up because of bad karma. Thank you. All right. We love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.